the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. As I said at the top of the show, a lot of people still absorbing the magnitude of the 5-4 decision yesterday in the Supreme Court, saying that the federal government can cut down the border fences, the razor wire border fences that Texas has put up to try to protect not only Texas, but the rest of the country. Two conservative justices, Barrett and Roberts, cited with the liberals to give that ruling. Not a lot of happy people today. We're very lucky to be joined by, I think, one of the most cogent voices when it comes to border security, Senator Marsha Blackburn. Senator, great to have you on the show again. It is so good to talk with you. And John, thank you so much for focusing so on this border issue, because it is a source of frustration for so many people. It is, and, and it's become so militarized. But we got the cartels with drones up, and they're targeting our agents. It's literally like we've created a war on our border that was literally avoidable just a few years ago. Uh, let me get your reaction right up the top with the Supreme Court. Were you surprised by the decision? I, I was a little bit surprised, because I thought that the court would come back and cite the constitutional authority that the federal government has to protect our border and protect our sovereignty and the right of the states to protect themselves if indeed the federal government does not protect them from invasion. And as we have heard Governor Greg Abbott say many times, this is an invasion that they are facing. Uh, these communities, uh, Eagle Pass being a prime example of what is happening on this border and how people have lost their right to private property because of what is happening on that border. These are all things that we have to take into consideration and realize that people have a right to that. The state has the right to protect themselves. And so this decision has been a source of frustration for many people. When you look at this, and I know you're very measured, you, you think very hard about the positions you take before you take them. Do you see the standard of an invasion being met under the, the constitutional definition? And is there another avenue that maybe Texas can come back and try to convince the court to uh, rule in a different direction? And uh, uh, Texas has another ruling before the Fifth Circuit, and I still see the court take a second bite at this apple and then drill down a little bit more and say, is Governor Abbott right as he uses that terminology? Is it appropriate to use it when we know that people, the farmers and ranchers, take them for example, those that are along that border, many times their crops are ruined, uh, their uh, property is harmed by those that are illegally running across that border. And they lose their ability to benefit from, uh, from their work. 
So there will be another, uh, another round on this. What I do know is this, is that Tennesseans and indeed all Americans are terribly concerned about what they see happening at the southern border. They look at people coming across, like the 302,000 that came in in the month of December alone, and they say, what is happening with this? They hear the number of terrorists, 80, since the first of this fiscal year, 2024 fiscal year, 80 terrorists crossing that border. They remember that you did not have this kind of activity on the border under President Donald Trump. And they felt the border was secure. They look at the the presence of drugs, fentanyl primarily, that is in their communities. They look at the uptick in drugs being used by young people and lives being lost because indeed one pill of fentanyl can kill you. And they're saying, hey, wait a minute, this border needs to be secured. These drug traffickers are just running rampant across it. And then they look at the human trafficking and sex trafficking issue, and they see reports on the local news about sex trafficking rings that have sprung up in areas that have never had this, drug trafficking rings that have sprung up in areas that have never been exposed to this gangs, that have moved into communities where communities have never had a gang presence. And they're finding out it is all related to the open border. And they're turning to us and saying, you've got to do something about this. You have to close that border. Yeah, it's amazing. The, what Every community in America, Chicago to New Hampshire, L.A. to Georgia, every state is now feeling elements of criminality and, and violence and tragedy that we didn't have just a few short years ago because of the border. You have been focused on something that I think is really important. I don't think a lot of Americans know this. We try to report it often, but the, the cartels have taken this aggressive position now. I, we've heard as many of the border chiefs say the U.S. government doesn't have control of most of the border now. The cartels are using drones to surveil and to try to find the places where they can overrun our security perimeter. How concerning is it that it's almost like warfare, almost like a form of warfare, what the cartels are doing to ensure they can get illegals in the country? Yes. You know what the cartels have done? They're, first of all, we have to realize these are global organizations. They are making billions of dollars every year. Indeed, they have moved, according to Homeland Security, Department of Homeland Security, uh, human trafficking was a $500 million a year business in 2019, and today it is a $150 billion a year business. So that shows you how they have grown this, and they're really quite sophisticated. Uh, so they have surveillance operations that they run and they track our border patrol and local law enforcement and follow them, see where they are moving and working. Then they move people in the opposite direction. So they they are so sophisticated and they have people on buses and so they figure out where the cartel is working and then they go unload a bus a mile down the river or 
in a different area where they know they're going to be able to get people across the river. But no, they are using, we call it ISR, Equipment Intelligence Surveillance Reconnaissance, and they are tracking our Border Patrol. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. It's just unbelievable to watch. Another thing, we had a story about six weeks ago. I've had Senator Tommy Tuberville and other on the VA using large amounts of its resources to process uh, health claims and, and health services for illegals, while the veterans who are supposed to be served first by the VA have a growing backlog. I think the backlog's up to like 300,000 veterans again. It seems like every time a Democrat comes in. Yeah, it's up to a million. A million. Oh, my gosh. That's a new number. Yes, it had crept up from 250 to 400. And when we checked this week, it is up to 1 million claims for health care and benefits. And yes, as we were doing some oversight work of the VA, we realized that what they were doing was using some of their resources and their money to allow veterans to approve veterans for community care and to process claims or to approve community care for illegal immigrants, not for veterans, and then also to process claims for illegal immigrants. And John, when you've got a backlog of a million veterans that are waiting to get health care, that are waiting to get benefit answers, and you find out that money that should be being used to solve their situations is being used for illegal immigrants to people that is absolutely maddening because they think, wait a minute, we promised our veterans that we would take care of them. And now you're telling me the money that should be taking care of them is being spent on illegal immigrants. And you have to say, that's what's happening because that is what the VA is currently doing. Yeah, it's remarkable. It's uh, it's jaw dropping, and that number is uh, even more alarming than the last number I heard. It is alarming. Yeah, it's unreal. After all this, all the, the those, all of the things that our men, fighting men and women, uh, armed services women do in the today, and we can't even get them the VA services because we're trying to bring in illegals to the country. It's it's maddening. I want to turn to another set of numbers because Joe Biden has now tripled down on his Bidenomics economic plan. I can't find anyone in the country that thinks it works, nor can a pollster because the polling the numbers show it's just roundly rejected. Tennesseans and, quite frankly, all Americans really feeling the effect of Bidenomics and not in a good way, right? Well, yeah, we hear so much about Bidenomics and the effect 
that it is having on people as they're trying to make ends meet. And they laugh at the fact that the White House says, oh, well, inflation is only 3.4%. They chuckle at that because the price of clothing is up about 7%. You look at uh, inflation overall, it's at about 17.3%. You look at uh Food at the grocery store, that's about 20%. You look at fuel going into the tank, that's about 30%. You look at mortgages that are at a two-decade high energy costs that are up about 35 40%. And people are saying, hey, wait a minute, why are you using this 3.4% number? And they'll say, well, you know, inflation is down. What they don't want to talk about is the cumulative effect of that inflation. Yeah, it is. People feel it. They know the difference from the grocery store visit two years ago and today. There's no there's no doubt about it. Last question for you, Senator, because I know how busy you are. Last night, there was a pretty extraordinary image on stage. Tim Scott, Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, and President Trump all side by side. And you got the sense of when the party's unified, how strong and how many skills there are on, the, on, on stage and in the movement. It seems like we're in a moment in the next few weeks where the party can really get on one page, one voice, one candidate and go start the fall election early. How important is that for Republicans so that they can win in November? Oh, it is just so important that we... Um, that we move forward and we support President Donald Trump. And it is time for everybody to unite. It is time for us to coalesce around our message because the issues of inflation and that open border, crime, drugs, human trafficking, sex trafficking, uh, the fact that we are upside down when it comes to what is happening around the globe. All of that, every bit of that is vitally important. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. And that moment, I think, of unity is just over the horizon. It seems like it's going to be very interesting to watch. Senator, it is such an honor to have you on. You're doing such important work in the Senate, whether it's the border, whether it's protecting our veterans, protecting our national security. It's a great, great honor to have you on the show today. Good to be with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.